Hello everyone, my name is Glenn Gao. I am the marketing partner at Clear Ventures, a venture capital firm that is purpose-built to help startup teams win in business technology and services. Welcome to Clear Disruptors, a VC talks with tech leaders, where I talk to innovative thinkers, entrepreneurs, and inventors that will shape our future. From the sharpest minds on the cutting edge of technology, you will learn about the disruptions that will transform the way the business world works. And now, on to our show. Today, I am very pleased to welcome Pramal Butch. Pramal is the president and CEO of Robin Systems. He has a double E degree from the Birla Institute of Technology and Science in India and a master's and a PhD in electrical engineering and computer science from Berkeley. He's also the holder of many patents. So how does Robin Systems describe themselves? Robin is an enterprise software company offering the industry's first application-defined data center software. Today we're going to talk about how Robin is disrupting the data center world. Pramal, it's great to have you on the show. Glenn, glad to be here. You and I were talking earlier about what's happening in the world of enterprise IT. Just give us a little bit of history about the data center paradigm, how it's evolving, and what the future is going to look like. You know, Glenn, uh, enterprise IT is a very interesting area to be in uh, right about now. Um, If you look at all the things that we are doing in terms of uh, how the whole economy is getting digitized. We are talking about uh, personalized selling, um, online uh, commerce, retail, inventory control. All of these things are really relying on uh, the massive amount of data that we are collecting and then running analytics and drawing conclusions from. And would you Uh, you call that the, the big data world? Exactly. And if you look at the underpinning of that, what is driving all of that is the infrastructure that acquires all the data, processes it, and quickly turns it around so that in real time you can take care of your business needs. And that's where the entire data center uh, paradigm is uh, undergoing a massive shift. And and your, uh, your point about real time, more and more businesses recognize that their customers want real time, so they have to be real time. Exactly. You know, whether it is uh, uh, doing uh, real-time ad display when you are web surfing and we want to display customized ads to you, or whether you are doing online transactions, uh, you know, depositing a check or uh, transferring money and uh, the banks are trying to run fraud detection uh, programs to figure out what to let through and what not to. All of these things rely on a massive amount of data to first analyze and look for patterns and then apply that to the stream of data that is coming in real time so that you can uh, process that and apply that to your business uh, needs. Well, that, those are great examples because in both cases, you have consumers on the back end who mm-hmm. don't want to know what's happening in the background, and they certainly don't want it to slow down their transaction. Exactly. It's the kind of thing you notice only when it is down. You really don't want to have your uh, big data infrastructure be down on Black Friday uh, or, uh, you know, right when you're about to transfer money or, uh, you know, withdraw money. So I think it, these are things that really become 
business crisis when they are not working as they expected to. But, uh, you know, most of the time they are just invisible. Nobody wants to worry about them. But CIO's biggest worry is how to keep this thing growing, the scaling and keeping up with the demands of the business. Well, good. So let's talk about, let's imagine I am the CIO and and now I have to grow the business and I have to deal with more and more data. Tell me about what it looks like today and what it might look like in the future. So, you know, enterprise CIOs are spending a lot of money today for fairly inadequate choices uh, when it comes to building the data center. Um, you have a few choices today. You can put all of your money uh, in building bigger and bigger data centers and throwing more and more hardware at a problem where you are, as the data demands grow, you are just throwing more machines at that. Right. So that's one way to scale up. The other way uh, is to try to virtualize the entire problem where you are trying to uh, offload everything, whether it is on cloud, whether it is on a uh, off-premise data center, and you are trying to share uh, your infrastructure among multiple competing applications. They both have pros and cons, but in both cases, what you are really stuck with are choosing between uh, various forms of cost, agility, and uh, performance. There really is nothing out there today that can give you all three of them simultaneously. Okay, so I can I can spend a lot more money on hardware, or I can spend a lot more money on virtualization software to make the hardware work better. But in both cases, I've I've got increasing costs and complexity. That's right. So, so what really ends up happening is that we are throwing more and more hardware at the problem. Uh, what we call in the industry as bare metal solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are essentially running your programs directly on the servers. Uh, allocated, dedicated for that particular application. Um, The good thing about that is that now the application is exclusive control of this uh, servers, so you get good performance. Uh, The price you pay for that is uh, low agility. If you really need to scale up your application throughput because uh, you are hitting uh, your retail, uh, you know, Christmas season, you really can't do that very efficiently and quickly because you actually need to add more servers, take away servers. Uh, so the, the agility is a problem. Right. The other big problem is that now as your application demands go up and down, you really have to provision for the worst case to make sure you can take care of the peak demand. So there is a large part of the day, maybe based on the time zones when your uh, demand goes up or down or based on time of the year, you've got underutilized hardware sitting around uh, just waiting for the peak demand to hit. So essentially, you are running your data center at often 20-30% utilization. That's a lot of money left on the table. So that's, that's yeah, your that's, cost that's, and agility <laughs> trade-off, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money left on the table. Right. But I'm, I'm building that out because I'm worried about the peak demand. Exactly. So, so that's one extreme. The other extreme is when everything is virtualized. Now you've got a big shared pool of resources. Uh, but in order for that to really work, you need to have a software layer uh, to manage all of those things. And the existing set of technologies to do that, uh, what we call the first generation virtualization, that tends to have uh, easily 30 to 40 percent uh, performance overhead just managing all of these things, the middleman that lies between the application and the servers, uh, that creates a performance penalty. And that really ultimately means that if you really want the performance throughput you want, you end up throwing more hardware at the problem, build bigger clusters. Um, so well, just a back qu- to a the quick question, problem. Quick question for you, just for uh, clarification. The performance overhead penalty I'm paying for virtualization is particularly acute in these big data applications we're talking about. Is that right? 
That's right. So I think these applications are the ones where you need that instant response, real-time response. Mm, and right. now if you want that, you want the best possible performance, which in the bare metal case you were getting because the machines had exclusive access to the servers. Now when you've got multiple applications sharing these, one, you are this middle layer in software. Second is multiple applications share the resource. If one application suddenly uh, goes up in its uh, demand, it can hog resources from the other application sharing the same resources. And we call this a noisy neighbor problem, where one uh, application becomes a noisy neighbor and brings down the performance of the other applications. Right. So these are things you lose when you start with a shared infrastructure. And what you really want is to combine the best of both worlds where you get the bare metal performance uh, and the agility, the shared resources of the virtualization. And th- that is what is missing today okay, in so existing that's a, solutions. So, so then that, let, that, now we're going to talk about the, the next generation. What, what, is, what does that next generation look like to address these issues you've highlighted? Exactly. You know, we were talking about this earlier that uh, the users don't really care about the underlying plumbing. They want the infrastructure to just work. Right. And each application has slightly different requirements. And based on that, what you really want is the data center to react and reallocate its resources so that you get all the agility that we we're talking about from virtualization. No, no, all of these things. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, a question about that. When you say to reallocate resources, isn't that what people do today? Exactly. So today, you would manually have to scale up or scale down application clusters uh, and uh, in the process, add resources. That's where some of the low agility that we are talking about comes in. Ah, Because when you get humans involved in this with uh, dedicated hardware uh, being added, subtracted, that just adds days and weeks and takes away the ability to instantaneously respond to changing demands. Okay, so we're talking about automating that process. Exactly. So at the application level, as you see your throughput requirements going up and down, what you really want to be able to say is that this is my throughput requirement. These are my SLAs. I need this kind of response time from my infrastructure. And that might translate into adding resources, whether it is uh, adding more CPUs, adding more storage, more network bandwidth. All of these things need to be prioritized on the fly in automated fashion. And if we can get to that point, now you've got that agility that we really want in real time. And to do all of this with the bare metal performance would be the ultimate nirvana. So who are the people that uh, benefit from this within the, the enterprise? So there are a few different, uh, you know, segments, right? Uh, first is the end of uh, line of business users. So for all these applications that we are talking about, ultimately there are... Uh, users who are supporting customer uh, and customer in the marketplace. Right. Uh, and they are managing this big data applications, whether it's Hadoop or Elasticsearch. These are applications that are ultimately exposed to the end user. So when you are running your real-time ads or this security uh, fraud detection software underneath, you are running these Hadoop, Elasticsearch type of algorithms. The folks supporting that are the ones who need the entire infrastructure to be automated. So a application-defined data center would make their lives easier because now all the things that required a lot of manual process, scripting, uh, maintenance upgrades, which were really very hard to do, these are all things that become easier. So they are the biggest beneficiary of this. And of course, other uh, audience to this is the CIOs of the world who ultimately have to service these LOBs uh, within a finite budget. Uh, and you know are responsible for the infrastructure robustness, reliability, response times. They get a lot more bang for the buck with a fully optimized application-defined data center. Excellent. And um, 
What about the IT operational staff? Yeah, that, that's a great point. You know, they, ultimately, in the trenches, you've got the IT folks who are responsible for the performance of the infrastructure. So the uh, LOB users will simply complain about uh, their application throughput falling down, and the IT folks have to now figure out exactly what went wrong, where it's in the software layer, in the compute side, network storage. Uh, right now, there's very little visibility into all of these things. A holistic view of the application all the way uh, to the drives in the spindle uh, and uh, the analytics, the performance measurements, all of that visibility makes their day-to-day maintenance support task a lot easier. So ultimately, if you are in the trenches, you will also benefit from a uh, application-defined data center. Very interesting. What if I'm a line of business decision maker and um, I recognize that now my CEO has given me this application-defined data center? Does that give me the ability to spin up new applications more quickly or to do more experimentation without putting an, an undue burden on that IT organization? You know, both really. If you look at a, a typical LOB user, uh, they, their typical project rollout involves first uh, setting up the cluster, the hardware requirements, uh, then coming up with uh, the test setup for the program, um, refining it, fine-tuning it, and eventually rolling out of production. At all of these instances, you want the agility that we are talking about. You don't want to wait for days or weeks to get the initial cluster up and running. You want quick turnaround for each experiment that you're doing, refining your big data analytics script. And even as you are scaling these things in production up and down, you want that constant feedback so that you can optimize uh, your program. All of these things become a lot more responsive uh, because now you've taken the entire uh, human loop with your infrastructure guy, the IT guy, uh, out of the way, and you are able to do all of these things in a self-service mode. So absolutely, their efficiency also goes up uh, in a setup like this. I would think this is also beneficial. Uh, you already mentioned this, but in, in the IT operations world, uh, another benefit here is I, as an IT operations person, no longer have to work on rather rote changes to the infrastructure. I can go work on maybe infrastructure infrastructure architecture issues, something much more compelling and interesting to me as an individual. Exactly. And these are, you know, as you raise your abstraction, you have, you can move up from worrying about the operational details to the architecture, be it architecture on the IT side or on the application algorithm side. And that's really what application defined data center gives you. It takes you away from the mundane operational detail and lets you focus on what is important for you, which is running your applications as opposed to focus focusing on the day-to-day operational issues. So I thought of um, two other things. One, the organization as a whole is going to benefit because arguably um, this, is, this is going to be less expensive, so we've lowered our costs. In addition to the agility, um, th- that's just great a great benefit to the enterprise organization. However, it's also true that the consumer of these applications, whether they're internal to the company or they're an external customer, are going to benefit as well. They won't even realize it, but the performance of these applications is going to improve and the analytics that can occur in the background should be more robust. Uh, absolutely. And I think uh, ultimately, uh, from the end customer point of view, whether you accomplish that by just throwing more money at the problem or whether you are efficient about it, that's somewhat hidden from you. Uh, but absolutely, businesses that take 
advantage of this are going to be better able to service their end customer needs uh, more efficiently and also in terms of uh, just getting more out of the data that they are sitting upon. And I think you know, if you look at for the folks who have done well uh, in today's economy, these are the folks who are able to leverage and harness the data and apply it for their business needs. So ultimately, you come back full circle to that, that how do you best service your customer? A, robust infrastructure which can which adapts to your application customer needs is ultimately a business strength when it comes to servicing your customers well uh, we're going to wrap up here Pramal, and thank you one of the one of the key things you said to me that helped me understand where we were going with this is the evolution from a hardware defined data center to a software defined data center to now the application defined data center and if i think about all the implications of now being application defined, um, there are many, many people who benefit from that architectural approach. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Pramal. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to the future of uh, what's going to happen in the data center. Thanks, Glenn, for the time. All right. Talk, talk to you soon. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. If you'd like to learn more about Clear Adventures, visit us at clear.com ventures. We look forward to hearing from you.